0: This is the Reflector Reflections Podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world, talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's beautiful conversation is with Mindy. Mindy is a 2-5 reflector, is an inspiring speaker, a passionate educator, and a highly sought-after transformational coach. She's the leading lady at Mindy Lutch Coaching, where she works one-on-one, in groups and office programs to empower those who are drawn to her to live their highest vision in the context of love and joy. Welcome Mindy.
1: Hi, thank
0: you for having me. It's so nice to meet you and get to chat about all things Reflectors. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking this time. Yay. We were just chatting off air about your beautiful picture behind you, which is St. Germain and your lovely uh, pendant that you're wearing. We always get into these nice little esoterical discussions.
1: (laughs) Yes, Labradorite is one of my favorite stones. It's very grounding and protecting and um, I call it my whoopee.
0: I don't leave home without it generally. Oh, I love that. Whereabouts are you coming to us from today, Mindy? I live near Lake Tahoe
1: in California, like on the border of California and Nevada in the mountains. Yeah. Um, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It's absolutely gorgeous mm. um, and very quiet.
0: Oh, that sounds divine. Oh, mm-hmm. We could all do it with some quiet right now. So let's talk about you, Mindy. Share with us how you found human design or human design found you. I was on
1: Facebook one day and um, a friend of a friend, uh, her name's Janelle Turner, was talking about human design and I've been so interested in all things spiritual for 25 years and it was something that I had never heard of and I'm like, how is this possible? And so she ran my chart and she was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I've ever ran somebody's chart and you're a reflector. And so she started telling me a little about it. And I was just so amazed because it's, it literally describes me in every way. And the first thing that I thought of is on my Facebook page, um, like about, 7 10 years ago facebook started where you could write a line underneath your name and the first thing and the only thing i've ever had under there is i am a mirror of you wow and it's just kind of been like my my thing even before realizing that i was a reflector so <laughs> i was just like in shock and like started from the get-go, I knew like, there's really something to this. Like they're really, this is real. Like learn about this.
0: Yeah. So you said that there was shock and then you just kind of, the emotions that you went through, like, you know, some of us we go through this shock and then we go through happiness and then we go through, Oh my God, what does this mean? How did that impact you emotionally? Emotionally it was, um, it, it was satisfying in
1: that there was like a reason, yeah. right? Like, so I could understand myself on deeper levels because I had been studying, you know, the spirituality and metaphysics and, and basically myself for 25 years. And I had understood so much of me in general. And then there was like this whole nother layer of like, opening up this huge sea and it's like, have you ever, re- like, I haven't understood it on such a um, connected level before. Mm-hmm. And then it, all the pieces started pulling together. And so I, I understand how some people um, I may feel differently, but for me, I, it was always a very grounded, like stepping into myself and my knowing so it was all very empowering Mm. and um and
0: fascinating I love that you say that that we've you've you've kind of always known that being the mirror like it's something deep down that you knew and I'm a big advocate for that that it's just everything we know is all always inside of us but we get caught we get caught in the in the rip ripple that you know that just the random crap but when we kind of come into that and we can accept it it feels true because we know it's true so i really love that you said that Great. it was just a truth and that you even wrote about it on your wrote about being a mirror i love yeah, that
1: absolutely and and throughout my years of learning with different teachers i've learned so many different techniques for like protection in the morning and your prayers, like, like, you know, everybody kind of has all these different ideas. And forever ago, one of my teachers said, what I like to do is I like to surround, protect, surround myself with mirrors. So I ask my guides that I'm surrounded with mirrors facing outward. And the first time I heard that I was like, and I tried it. I was like, this works for me, right? Like, it's like, even though I've learned maybe 20, 30 different techniques since it was the one thing that I was like, yes, like I feel really supported. Like you think of a mirror as like this really solid surface, like nothing can break through a mirror, you know? And so it was like, it's, it's always been the one thing that every morning I prayed and that was how I felt most protected so then again with the learning about being a reflector it was just like kind of blowing my mind of like wow of course that works for you It just all makes so much sense now
0: you're at the top of the class before you even started (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even have to try you could just you just you just yeah
1: and just kind of that inner knowing more too of like like you mentioned like everything is inside of us right like and people can teach us things and we can learn and and see what other people's working for them but truly it's a inner trying of all the things right like the Absolutely. the sampling of the reflector part and it's like is that working for you does that work
0: yeah yeah and you are saying there before, you know, just just to use that and not that it is the way it is, but the mirror, it's a hard surface and, you know, it's just hitting up against this hard surface. But that's not who we are. Do you, have you found that? Obviously, what they were trying to teach you is probably like be a mirror, be, you know, solid and reflect. But it, even though there is a reflection, it's very, it just it flows through us. Have you found there's a difference there from what you were taught to what you feel now?
1: yes absolutely where it's more now of like that the the fluid openness where nothing is sticking right like everything is flowing through and understanding that it's um that it it has nothing to do with with me yeah and me getting out of the way
0: um if that makes any sense it does me getting out of the way makes complete sense because sometimes it is like that isn't it it's just like well I'll just I'll actually just remove myself because I'm not enhancing this situation I'm probably just antagonizing it which is needed but at the same time I think that's a self a self-awareness too isn't it where we can go I'm needed in this situation but sometimes we know we can be just we just need to step back again again going we just just step back a bit and go well great
1: yes I definitely feel that stepping back absolutely
0: so your journey in finding human design how long have you been on your journey for Mindy
1: um it's been about two years yeah 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 Yeah. and I kind of read and like binge out on all things videos and books and oh my gosh oh my gosh and then I kind of absorb it and embody it and and really feel it mm. um and started to learn some of like the gene key stuffs, and and how that comes together and and really trying to like absorb and then embody and and really observe how it's
0: showing itself in my life Yeah, I love that that, that's what you're doing because that's really important. If we don't, we can kind of get caught into that, you know, researching, researching or, you know, going down those rabbit holes, but taking time to actually breathe it and feel it so we understand it at at that body level opposed to this thinky-thinky bit.
1: Right, exactly, (laughs) exactly and, and there truly is so much to learn about it. I mean, okay. it's just infinite amounts of information and, um, and how it relates with other people and how we can use it and who we surround ourselves with. And I mean, I've hardly even gotten to the whole moon phases and all of that part. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, intrigued about it but it's also kind of overwhelming of like oh my gosh there's a lot to it
0: yeah and and when we are because we're naturally inclined to be multi-modality aren't we so you know when we're dealing or when we're not dealing dealing's not the right word but when we're in spiritual practice as you are and and you know you're in this space of multi-modality it's hard to kind of want to funnel into one it's it's like you want to be kind of aware and observing all of them so that you as you were saying before you can kind of pull it into everything that you're doing instead of just Mm -hmm. this is how it is Mm -hmm. instead of I'm just going to make this spread across everything and use it in conjunction do you find that as well in your business I do
1: yeah absolutely where it it fits some parts even more and then some parts you know, it's it's it flows in certain directions, and then sometimes it doesn't in other parts. And so I really just try not to judge it or push it or um, or really understand it on my human brain
0: like and really just feel it. I love that. Just feel it. yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about this you two five. You're the first two five I've had on this show, so, Thank you. Um, And, you know, the two fives and the two fours, they really intrigue me a lot because using the human design language, you know, that second line is very much a hermit. It's very, it's very down there. Whereas your fifth line, it's very out there. So it's like you've got that come and get me, but leave me alone. (laughs) Come and get me, but look, leave me alone, but come and get me. Do you find that you're, pulled a little bit in your life in that regard a thousand percent
1: absolutely and I kind of always have and and it's intriguing to me when I first learned that because I one of my greatest passions is is live music and I see a lot of live music and so that entails being around large groups of people like huge groups of people yeah. and, 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 you know, it being so, um, uh, you know, in with everybody and then generally I'll come home and I live in the middle of nowhere. So it's so easy for me to be that hermit, but then that desire of, of being with a lot of people and having fun and joy and, and being in these crowds, um, is also what fills my cup. So, it's interesting to like have both and I have very much needed both my, my whole life, whether I realized what it was. Um, but then once I kind of learned about it and I realized it, it's like, cause I love to travel and being where I am. I, I have to, you know, my social, everything, my fun and everything is generally when I travel and leave. And so mm. it's, it's both. It's, I go out, I have fun, I'm around people and then I'm a hermit. Yeah.
0: And I love that you've, <laughs> got, you've got that beautiful quiet space to be able to do that. Yeah. Has your life always been like that, Mindy? Have you always had that quieter space or is it something that you naturally gravitated towards? That's a good question. Um, I've always had the
1: desire to be and see music. So I've always like, ever since I've been in high school, I've always done the whole big crowd thing and like fun. And that's like, like what I do for fun. So that's always been there. Um, and then I've also really enjoyed being alone, but I think in my younger years, I thought that that wasn't normal. And so that wasn't what I was supposed to do. And so I think, I've embraced it more now that I understand like truly I need this for myself and this is how I recharge. And so luckily I've been able to give myself
0: that. Yeah, that's beautiful. So little Mindy growing up, can we talk about little Mindy? Um, Not in a psychological sense by any means, but you know, what were you (laughs) like as a kid going into your teenage years? Like now that you know that you're a reflector, how how did that impact your life?
1: I was always, and still am, very emotional, like always emotional. And like, as a little kid, I was so curious, I would ask a thousand questions. Like, why is the sky blue? Why is this like this? And finally, you know, it was like, okay, you've asked enough questions today. So I was very inquisitive and I wanted to learn and know everything. Uh, but I was always very emotional, very emotional. And my, my dad is a um, manifesting generator. Most people in my life are manifesting generators and they had no idea what to do with my emotions. Like no clue. Like, cause it just, like, I grew up in the Midwest. Like I, I hadn't even heard the term empath yeah. or anything like that um until later but and then I was like oh that that makes sense too um so I was kind of um like my parents were afraid of my emotions because they didn't understand them and so I kind of got a lot of like oh here she goes again like if I would start crying and so I I was kind of like put a damper on them because I didn't understand them they didn't understand them. And now I look at it thinking, oh, I was actually either picking up your emotions and they may have even belonged to you. So, um, it was, it's, it, it forced me to understand my emotions on a really deep level as an adult and to be able to, um, understand them all and be able to help people to understand their emotions. Cause I, I get it now. I fully understand
0: them now. Mm. And I guess, you know, going through that as a child, like if, if people don't understand your emotions, you you possibly felt that you have to suppress so much of who you are mm-hmm. because it makes other people uncomfortable. And I Absolutely. find that the second, I've got three second lines in my life, my, My daughter is a 2-4 projector, my partner is a 2-4 generator and my other daughter is a 2-4 generator and all of them have, especially the projector daughter, she's highly emotional Um, and I'm highly emotional too but I think I've been taught to suppress whereas she's still young, she's only six and so hearing that from you is, is really valuable because sometimes it's, it's not them. It's us who's un, are, is uncomfortable. Sorry. That is uncomfortable with right. the emotion. It's not their emotional. It's just us feeling uncomfortable with somebody expressing emotion.
1: Absolutely. yeah, And, and if I feel like a lot of parents get that now and embrace it more, there's like little dolls with like with emotions and there's emotions charts and there's you know the smiley faces and all these things that like I think I think we're doing a good thing as a society to embrace kids emotions and like books about emotions and things like that and I mean maybe they existed back in the 70s and 80s but I I never had them that's for sure so um I'm i am grateful now looking back at it in perspective that I did go through that so that I could understand it and learn the most I can from everything that I went through.
0: Yeah. And by the sounds of things, it's led you to get into the work that you're getting into. Like it's, you've had to do all of that work to be able to support others and hold them. Can we talk about like the work that you're currently doing with your coaching? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I,
1: I love to help people going through spiritual transformation, giving them tools to understanding what they're going through, um, how to thrive, how to find more joy, how to understand unconditional love and acceptance while getting to the root, like truly getting to the root of what's holding them back, whether it's I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, I'm not enough. Um, You know, generally, most of us have those deep down. um, But, but unwinding all of that to getting to just stepping out of it all, and really stepping out of it all, because we can choose to just leave all the past in the past And do our work and but paying attention to what's coming up now so that we can heal what's coming up now. Um, and that will get into the past, but not just having to dig, dig, dig into the past and just dealing with what's still coming up for us.
0: I love that. Sounds magnificent what you're doing.
1: (laughs) Thanks. I, when when I realized the whole reflector part of that too, it really helped me to understand that I am reflecting back to them, right? Like truly they're telling me everything just by their wording and I'm reflecting back to them um, and seeing what they're saying and what they're doing um, to be able to, to be that reflection. And that really helped me to kind of see it from this other perspective because i've always i'm very intuitive and knowing and psychic abilities and all of that but it's really when people ask me questions that i learn everything i need to know from just their question and i feel like that is the reflector part of like reflecting back to them by any question that they're asking and and that changed I thought that it was just like a, oh, I'm receiving the download of the answer to their question, but really it's, I'm reflecting it back to them.
0: Yeah. And that can be quite confronting when they're not prepared to hear that answer or see it.
1: Yes, I am. I am pretty blunt. (laughs) I am. I am. I mean, I think that we need to be right. Like if we're, if we're always just kind of skirting around it and Mm -hmm. finding ways to like, gently say some things then it's not you know it's sometimes we just need to hear it in that way um and some of my teachers uh when with like doing healing work and things like that like focusing on things like people with cancer and and terminal illnesses and stuff it's like you can't really not just go straight for what's coming up right? Like it it has to be really direct. And sometimes that um, may not be settling well, or like at first, like one of my teachers says that the truth will set you free, but first, first it'll piss you off. Like that <laughs> can definitely <laughs> like, yep, that's the truth. So yes, that, um, but I do feel like most people who, who do gravitate towards me kind of understand that I'm blunt in that way. Yeah. So it's, it's not shocking.
0: Well, and, and that's what you're saying there before too. If you want real results, sometimes you need to hear your own, your own bullshit. Like right. you can't be told all the time that you're amazing and you're perfect and you're doing the best job and good job, Annie, and good job. You need to be told, hey, you, this, this is something that you need to look at. This is what you're doing. So I love that. Right. We need we need more truth truth tellers.
1: <laughs> we do. Don't we? And and even just the reflection of what they did, what they just said. Yeah. Right? Like like if you want one thing and you're saying a totally different thing, yeah. it's like but you just said this, right? Like it's like but oh, you you don't even realize that what you're going for and what you believe are two totally different things and you can't believe both of them.
0: And being able to to offer that what you're doing with your business, that takes a lot of courage, you know, and it takes that takes a lot of self awareness. That obviously you've you've worked at it for a really long time, because when we're uneasy, which happens a lot to us, especially when we first find out about ourselves, even though as you were saying, you've done a lot of work for a lot of years, and then when you found this, you were like, oh my gosh, I was the same. It was just like, oh my gosh, I thought I'd. I thought I'd kind of been doing a lot of work, but now I realize, hmm. but that's a confidence level to be able to, you know, really go, no, I know me. I know who I am. I'm calling you on that.
1: Yes. I do notice the whole like hermit part of that. Like, I want to be seen. I don't want to be seen. I want to be seen. I don't want to be seen like, I definitely fall into that a lot in, in my coaching of, like, oh, I'd love to be on, you know, the TV show, and have all, you know, all the things, and then I'm, like, do I really, you know, like, I'm happy helping, you know, whoever comes to me, or, you know, it's, like, um I'm open for anything universe um (laughs) I'm open for it all but I do have that like back and forth in my head sometimes of the the hermit and then oh you want to be seen and then no you don't
0: yeah and you know what the hermit line with your sorry your second line there can keep you sort of like a little bit more you know behind the scenes but then you've got also the pressure of the fifth line and Fifth line, our five, fifth fuff lines, fuff lines, fifth lines. Um, we get projected on so much, and um, and that can become very unsettling because it's like then we have a fear of stepping out into our truth because it's just like oh the pressure, the pressure to know. And something that I found a lot with human design is, as we kind of get a little bit older, it's like our second line so your fifth line is probably really starting to kick in a bit Um, because I know my first line is starting to kick in a little bit could be something I don't know I'm testing the waters here but they're always working together but I find that when we sort of get past that you know 30 or as we sort of get into those later years that second number starts to kick in a bit more have you found that at all with that people projecting onto you and
1: I do. I do. I hadn't really thought about it in that way. But mm-hmm. now that you say that, it, that does make sense. I was thinking of it more in the sense of just the putting yourself out there so yeah. that would happen. But that does make sense um, with with that it's actually like that that's becoming more apparent. And I was reading about that um, with my husband being a 6'2 and how some of the like, the different age ages it changes and Mm. that was the first time I kind of read about that in human design so now that you say that 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 does make sense that that could be happening or you know Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes, <laughs> you've got some, you've got some beautiful awareness there. I think I think it'll be like you you'll just stand in your truth, which is is really amazing. Um, so your family dynamic. You're saying that your husband's a six two. Is he a generator? A uh, manifesting generator. Yep. Yeah,
1: um, we work really well together. We've been married for twenty three years, um, and we just we He's the go, 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 go manifesting generator, and then I'm like, you know, chill. And so um, a lot of times we have um, separate schedules. so um, he sometimes he works at night, so we sleep apart, which is helpful for reflectors and um, and just really giving each other space. like it's so important for both of us, really and um and we just work we work really well together it's it's wonderful i love it but we also good. don't have kids and stuff like that so it's like we're able to like really focus on what we're doing and what we want to do instead of it's all about family and kids and mm. going to school and all of that so
0: it sounds easier. beautiful <laughs> and he probably gives you that energy to, or provides you, you know, that energy to to go. And he's got that second line which you have, so you can understand. Have you noticed um, throughout, as you're saying, you've been married for 23 years, and with that sixth line, it does go through the th- the three three phases. So very much an experimental for the first 30 years, and then getting into that kind of, you know, getting up on the roof.
1: Have New you roof. found that
0: with him? Have you found he's changed? Yes. Absolutely.
1: A thousand percent. And he's, um, turning 50 this year. And so that's kind of like that where that second one or that third one comes in. And I was like, okay, I can definitely see this. Absolutely. And just like standing in the power of who he is and, and, um, just owning that. And, um, he's brilliant. Like he's an engineer. He's very, smart super smart and um all these ideas all these ideas so um understanding you know learning what he was it definitely like oh that makes a lot of sense and actually my dad's a manifesting generator and my brother who's my best friend he's a manifesting generator too so like okay okay um but uh, I you know growing up it was definitely like it made a lot of sense with like the frustration and the anger part you know yeah. of like growing up and it was like oh that's where I get that from because I, I definitely can reflect that in people for sure
0: yeah yeah
1: frustration and, more
0: yeah and you know this now about yourself and you know this about your husband has it I don't know if you've shared it with him or sort of communicated and got him on board with it, but has it altered your relationship in any way? Or are you just, you've always naturally gravitated towards this way of being.
1: I definitely like sent him videos and stuff and he just, he hasn't really embraced it at all. And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, like I know it. And so it really doesn't matter. Um, And then when I was like mentioning that I was doing this today, he's like, huh, what? I'm like, remember the videos I see on the, I'm like, like, yeah. Like if you want to learn about it, great. I'll give you, you know, otherwise like, you know, I'm not going to force somebody to do yeah. it. But, um, but once like it, I, I, I see it, like I can totally see it. And so it helps me kind of to like to be that reflection and to and to capture that energy too um it helps to um you know get everything moving and get me more motivated and all that kind of stuff to go go go
0: yeah um my partner's the same he's kind of he understands and he appreciates it but he's not into it like I am but at the same time it's benefited me because I know how to approach him better I know how to deal (laughs) with my children better well, I feel I do. And it it's it's proven. Like I've I've proven it over the last few years. Um, even friends, I know kind of how to how to kind of no, I, I don't want to say manipulate, but you know what I mean? I know how to work for their energy type. If, mm-hmm. if you know if, if I want to communicate or I want I want something from them even if I just want them to confide in me a little bit and I, need, I know how to sort of step back a little bit or I know how to invite and it's it's the gift that keeps on giving human design sometimes <laughs> like that when, when we can understand and it helps us be better parents partners coaches employees
1: yeah, yeah absolutely and I've always kind of had that like ability when you're with somebody to kind of like mask their energy and to kind of like flow with it you know like if you're like like staying in somebody's home or something you know like really like you know trying to make it seamless so that you're not like a bother or you know what I mean like just really like um reflecting back their energy and like reading the room I guess they call it you know like kind of always had that ability to like to um to reflect back what what the other people's energies are like and to kind of be in it
0: yeah I can really relate to that it's something that I've always had even as a child I used to sort of just sit back and I'd be watching and just monitoring, and then I'd, I'd feel something shift, and I'd be like, you straight away, you just look to a person, a little girl or a little boy, and you think you didn't know how to deal with it at the time because you were really young. But looking back now, I can understand exactly, and I still do it. I can't help myself. I'll still sit in in, yeah. in a group, but I, I know now to keep my opinions to myself. <laughs> I think you know, as a as a younger me, I didn't. I would just be like that person's. You know, she's like, be quiet. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so I love that you said that because yeah. it is it's I think it's one of our really special gifts and they they say that about reflectors we are the observers um but yeah. it can be very hard because we can just see situations so clearly we just know exactly what's yeah. happening in a room and maybe not even intellectually know what's happening in a room but we feel it
1: yeah, yeah absolutely and and that that understanding too really helps with the coach with my coaching part because it all clicks so much like i completely understand like boom 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 like it just all clicks and i can see it from this from this completely different perspective um and it just it feels like a superpower you know like it just it, it all makes so much sense um looking at it from that outside reflection yeah. makes it easy
0: yeah. And it makes it, you kind of feel in alignment with life because you know, you're doing this because it just feels right. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Really absolutely. Just...
0: Yeah. Cause I,
1: for so long, I was doing massage and body work and more physical touch healing yeah. in general, but I was always intrigued in like the more coaching, the chatting, the, the digging, the, um you know under you know talking to other people's guides and all of that part so it was like I always knew which direction I wanted to take with it but I also enjoy all aspects of healing and and um understanding all of it
0: was your spiritual side was it always there as a young girl like have you always been led to the healing arts and metaphysical No, not at
1: all. Um, not as a child. I grew up in the Midwest and it was just very straightforward, you know, like I didn't have any spirituality in my life at all until, um, until I was like a senior in high school. And one of my brother's friends went to massage school. And this was like, I had never like massage was not a thing um in the midwest in the mid 90s so yeah. it was like i was like what is that and she just like it was her presence you know it, there was just something about i was just like wow that sounds so cool you know like it just intrigued me yeah. and that was that i went to one year of college and i was like yeah this doesn't feel right and unfortunately i was experiencing extreme sciatic pain and it was, oh my gosh, it was excruciating. And, um, and I'm like, I, I, I'm going to go to massage school. And so I went to the school that my, my friend went to. And I mean, there was only like two in the country at the time. There weren't very many back in the mid nineties. So, um, and then it worked so well for me to get out of sciatic pain. And I was like, this works. Oh my gosh. And then I just started learning every healing modality that Interested me and everything metaphysical and it was so once it was once I learned about it it was I was all in like I totally got it it was like a complete change and um but I literally had nothing nothing like I remember my my aunt gave me a crystal one a quartz crystal and that was the only thing spiritual or metaphysical that I had it all and that was still probably in high school
0: yeah you know there's a big thing about us reflectors that if we're not in a really good environment then it can manifest in so many different ways and just Mm -hmm. you saying that there about the sciatic pain when you went to college and it got worse and you think back you go you weren't and then as soon as you started being in the right space for you it got better it's like that's a little bit of little bit of proof there isn't it that it's you yeah. know we really take it on the body keeps score
1: mm-hmm. and I mean and I had to be uncomfortable I had to be so uncomfortable that I moved across the country
0: incredible and that first crystal that you were given yeah you can't write this stuff something that's led you to obviously now you've got your own jewelry you make your own jewelry and and things like that and that's yeah. there's a story would you like to share that one Um, yeah, I, I've always loved
1: jewelry and gemstones. And so, um, I started making gemstone jewelry and infusing Reiki and just energetic healing in general. Um, my line's called divine healing jewelry. So I love to like infuse it with all the good energy and, and writing little, cards so that people can understand the metaphysical properties. And that's even just creation in general, when somebody understands like, oh, this is my protection bracelet and things like that. Um, And it just brings me so much joy to like, watch people like pick out their piece or help them figure out which one is best for them. And it just brings me so much joy. Yeah. And then I started doing um, some stuff with Uh, with silver more recreatable things because my gemstone stuff was all one of a kind mostly so it was kind of harder to have a website and stuff and so um, I work with a lot of um, music inspired designs in my silver line so um, just different like music notes with hearts and peace signs and music signs all together and like I do a lot of heart designs with my logo. That's kind of like an infinite heart type design. Um, you'll have to check it out. Oh, but wow. I, it, it brings me a lot of joy to like work with um, symbols and, and things to represent love and um, and remind people of their divinity and unconditional love and all that yeah. good stuff
0: and working with your hands it really gets you into that creative space and it allows you to to get those theta brainwaves going it's just it's such a beautiful space when we're in that we don't do it enough for ourselves i think when we just want i just want to draw or i just want to create and i love that you said that about that you infuse your jewelry with with your energy and high vibrational energy because i've just in the last year or so i found a lady who i buy pieces from she does copper wrapping and I just feel it every time I get a piece from her I just think oh I love this it feels so good whereas you could go and buy something different just from a different shop in a mall or whatever and yeah. it's just not the same just every time and every time I wear it I just feel good because it's I don't know yeah. so there's something magical yeah. about that so yeah, yeah I have to definitely check out your shop
1: yeah <laughs> spend no, all the money really is- something so magical about it. And like, I would go to the gem show in Tucson and like meet the families that were like making the beads and like, I mean, and like pick the ones with the best energy. And I mean, it was just so rewarding. And, and I work with some people in Bali to help with some of my silver stuff. And it's just, I love to be able to help those beautiful families as well, you know, so it's, um it's, it's rewarding to me I I love it and it works well with coaching too to be able to kind of like have a reminder you know yeah. of like oh yeah, yeah. Um, do my affirmations or oh yeah protection you know so um it works it, it everything kind of works so well together in the metaphysical world in the spiritual world It it works really well together
0: that is amazing. Yeah, and I love that you said that. It all just kind of blends together. And I never thought about it like that, that you know, a piece, a, a beautiful bracelet that you've made for one of your clients, that they could be reminded of the affirmations that I have to do. That's perfect. Well, right. You're an amazing yeah. person. <laughs> love it. <laughs> how can we keep in touch with you, Mindy? I love what you're doing. Let's share with everybody how they can keep in touch with you. Um, I...
1: My website is MindyLutchCoaching.com and um, Facebook and Instagram, I'm on there. Um, and then DivineHealingJewelry.com is my website. Um, and uh, dot or on Facebook as well has a lot of my photos. Um, and, and yeah, message me. I do, I love to give back as well um, as, you know, the law of circulation and um, giving and receiving. So if anyone wants to have a free session as well, I do some breakthrough sessions. Um, I like to give out a certain amount per month. So um, message me and we can try to work some magic together um, and tell the universe what we want, right? Like we have to tell the universe what we want. I think that it's, it's something that we forget, like understanding what we want, deciding what we want, going for it and like learning how to do it, right? Like learn how to tell the universe, okay, I want this and, and find ways to, to, to match that frequency and that vibration. And so I love to talk about that with people and I love people in general. So, um, you can message me from my website and uh, we can have a chat and see what, if we work well
0: together. Oh, sounds amazing. So one question before we kind of wrap up Yeah, was you like music and you like going to a lot of the, the big concerts with lots of people. Do yeah. you, you, obviously you don't suffer from the overwhelm of that, or is it just something that you've put in place to be able to allow you to be in that exposed space
1: um I I think I've figured it out I figured it out one thing that helps me a lot is is where I stand and so I'm really picky about like finding that perfect spot and staying there generally um and I do so much energetic work Um, putting grids in place and just trying to heal the world and the planet and the, all of us. Um, and so it's really about where I stand. And so if I stand like, for example, if I stand in the front, like in the first row, that really helps me because it's like that give and take, right? It's that ebb and flow of the music. And so there's something about being able to absorb it throughout my whole body as well. So standing in the front really helps or like standing in the front on like a balcony so that I'm in the front and it's like this revolving energetic exchange. Yeah, yeah. Um, and And so that really helps. If I'm in a crowd and like fully crowded and like just the music is above me, I it I, I'm uncomfortable yeah I ha, it has to be kind of like open where I can feel that the music all around me instead of being like this mm. So I, I it would drive me crazy and I, I don't put myself in that situation
0: thank you for sharing that because there's a lot of overwhelm when it comes to crowds and but then there's sometimes where you can do something and it's it feels good so I like to yeah yeah
1: well, and imagine it too, as the reflector, everybody's in so much joy, right? Oh. Like everybody's having like the, they've been looking forward to this for months, you know, like they're seeing their favorite bands and they're like, so oh my gosh, I get to, I get to do this. And so everybody's having like the best day ever, yeah. you know, they're in their happy place. And so it's like, it, it just it puts me in in such joy and and I get to go really fun places I travel for it I'm going to Iceland in a couple of weeks to go see some music in like this world-renowned music hall and um, I get to go to places like Red Rocks amphitheater and like the Beatles played there and like I mean it's just ancient like the dinosaurs walked there I mean it's just I get to go to so many amazing places that I, and with my friends and having fun and everybody's having the best day ever. It's, it just doesn't get any better than that.
0: Oh, Oh, I can feel that. That's just so beautiful. I love your passion yeah. for that. It's gorgeous. And thank you for sharing that. That's yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, glad you asked. Cause, I it, cause I do feel that with other, you know, with the crowds and stuff. And I feel like if we could understand it more
0: yeah. and
1: put our, do what's comfortable for us and to just like really give ourselves that space. Like I know if I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to move. Like I I generally go to concerts like by myself or if I'm with my husband, he knows like if I leave, I'm uncomfortable and I went somewhere else to find a spot. Like it's just,
0: it's all about the spot for me. And I love that you said that too, because obviously if you're going to a concert, nine times out of 10, it's filled with very happy, excited people. I guess if you're going to a protest or something like that, it's completely different vibe. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) a a huge difference absolutely yeah. absolutely absolutely thank you so very much for giving me your time these sessions always go so fast <laughs> i've still got a lot of questions i have to get you back because i'm like oh, i have more questions to ask but thank you beautiful soul for giving your time i really appreciate it and i can't wait to watch and hear what you get up to and check out your shop oh
1: wonderful it was so great to meet you and chat with you and um i could talk about this all day we'll have to do it again sometime yes we will